and that's why I'm drinking Topo Chico tonight. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Thir- let's be honest. Thursday's uh, margarita night. Hmm. We did, uh, you know, but I'm I'm trying to trying to lay back. There's been a there's a, a fair amount spot. of consumption. Yeah, and uh, I feel like I'm on the uh, the wrong. <laughs> the wrong end of it. Less sweet spot. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah, trying to practice moderation. Mm. Now speaking of uh being worse for wear, you don't sound so hot. Uh, yeah, I'm a little I'm feeling a little uh a little husky in the vocal um delivery tonight. Yeah, I was um, Are you sure are you just feeling husky or are you or, or do you look husky also? I've I've looked husky my whole life. Not tonight <laughs> I'm feeling husky. Um Yeah, I had a gig on um Saturday uh, Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon and um solo acoustic show. And I went to it feeling a little, a little, you know, and, uh, played outside and, um, that kind of got, there, there is this phenomenon called stage health. Yeah. Right. Where you, you don't feel good and then you get performing. You're great. It's all good. And then it all sort of lands on you afterward. And so that happened on Saturday, Sunday, sorry. And, um, and then the same thing happened again yesterday for the trivia show. I was doing like I was feeling not great, sore throat, not good. And then the show went great. Uh, performed really well. And since then, I've completely crashed. And uh, so yes, I'm I'm on the I'm on the mend. I think, but uh, certainly sore throat. I did go have a COVID test this afternoon, which came up negative. So it's not that, but something came home from camp. I suspect. Yeah, it it you know it's weird after spending a year uh, in a mask yeah. how susceptible you can be to these kinds Seriously. of things. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, well, not really, but here we are. Yeah, I got. Um, I was up all night coughing last night. And yeah, Apple Watch told me I got three hours of sleep, so I'm kind of feeling that. We've been we've been having issues with our little one just coming in at like three a.m. and going like, "Hey, can I like watch TV?" <laughs> and we're like, "No, no, no, you can't." No, yeah. And that we, it's either him or it's our our little dog, you know, who chews on everything all the time and then decides to throw up like in the middle of the night in the bed. That's like her pleasant, her signature move currently. I so, like it. haven't had a solid night's sleep in probably two straight weeks. Looking, you know, fingers crossed, I, I might get it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Time All time. right, well, me too. So let's let's have that be what happens. So we don't have a whole lot of uh, housekeeping stuff to do. Uh, no new reviews, no new voicemails. Uh, if you want to get your question answered on the podcast. It's pretty easy to do. You can either call us at 404-491-0910. Maybe we could put like a graphic in the live stream where people could see that. That's a good idea. Um, Yeah, you could just be like, text your request now. Ah. And then we would get inundated with a bunch of nonsense, potentially. Uh, Or you can just shoot us an email, coverbandconfidential at gmail.com, or hit us up in the the Facebook group or... uh, you know, if you are really looking to, you know, get to the next level, that exclusive Patreon Slack channel is a buzz with all kinds of uh, questions and good uh, information being passed around. It's a cool uh, conversation I, in there too. You know, part of it is like we we don't. So we're podcasters. We put we we talk like we know things, but that thing that Slack channel has actually really contributed a lot to me. Like it's been, uh, I've learned stuff uh, from, yeah. from being with the guys in that. So. um yeah, it's, it's well, I learned cool. something new. What's that? I learned that the uh, discount code Coverband Confidential still gets you twenty percent off <laughs> PixaDestiny.com. That's right, I ordered some and it worked. 
So if you're looking to do custom picks like uh, like this little guy right here, you can see it on the live stream with a little QR code, uh, picksofdestiny.com. Uh, get 20% off your order. Uh, super reasonable pricing, yep. even without the discount. Yep. But you get a discount with us because, you know, we're just going to we're going to take care of you. We're looking out for you. That's all. So other things that I found out about today is that Fender dropped a whole bunch of new gear announcements. Yeah, you showed you me one. These? You showed me one thing, but I, I there's there's way more that that I don't know about. So basically, if you are a Fender artist uh, and you had a signature guitar, it got announced today or earlier this week. Uh, you know, earlier I think on maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. The new 5150 amps got announced. Uh, everybody is super stoked on those. Yeah. Uh, they're apparently high gain uh, monsters. Uh, I'm sure that's nice for people who use amps. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not really in that market. Right. But uh, in the guitar world, uh, they announced the new J Mascus signature. Uh, Gretsch, which is a Fender subsidiary, uh, announced the Richard Fortis signature Falcons, which are absolutely gorgeous. Um, I have been lusting after the Billy Duffy signature Falcon for a long time. And I think the Richard Fortas may have just like nudged it off of its throne uh, as the most uh, desired uh, guitar that I don't own yet currently. Uh, also, uh, Chris Project from Megadeth got a whole bunch of new models of his signature and um, a lot of other just little things here and there. So uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, also earlier in this week, uh, Ibanez announced a series of headless guitars, hmm. which as an 80s boy like me, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, one of them is a signature, and then they have a just an, a regular line of kind of similarly specced uh, headless guitars that uh, are not uh, related to that signature. Weirdly enough, uh, the signature model is for a Japanese guitar player, and Ibanez being a Japanese company, this is the first signature for a Japanese artist they have ever made. Huh. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I I saw that on a thing. And you know what? That could be totally wrong. And if you're a guitar nerd, you're probably yelling at me through the uh, podcast waves right now. But that was the information that I got. And because no one can correct me on the spot, I'm going with it. <laughs> I'd run with it. Yeah, might as well. Sure. No one's here to uh, yeah. to contradict my right. bold claims. They say it's the first guitar ever made out of wood. They've, is, apparently, they've never done that before. That's shocking. Uh, other than that, let's see. You had something you wanted to talk about, but I want to talk about... You should start with your thing. Yeah. So, yesterday, we had the first members-only rehearsal in over a year. And it was a lot of firsts. It was the first uh, with this particular lineup. It was the first in the new space. Uh, I did get the power all situated and the TV was up uh, playing like a scrolling like vaporwave uh, looping video Sweet. of a DeLorean going down like an infinite digital like horizon uh, on like a 10 hour loop. That was great. Really set the mood. Uh, but man, it had been a year and a half since we had done this. Yeah. Anything that could have possibly gone awry most certainly did. Mm. Uh, all the routing in the... Uh, in the X32 was all FUBAR. Uh, none of the labels matched what was actually being plugged in. Two people forgot their in-ears. One of those is apparently my fault uh, because Amber didn't have them. And I was like, oh, they're in your case. And I opened the case and the case is empty. Hmm. And I hadn't thought about that particular set in over a year. So uh, they're somewhere. Hmm. 
but I did buy a new pair today because that's what you have to do. Okay. Um, and maybe I'll do a little review on those when they come in because that's the kind of thing that we are want to it do. Is. Are they something special? Uh, nope. They, uh, they came recommended from another YouTube channel, uh, just an affordable set of universal fit in-ears uh, that were very affordable. They were like $49. Okay. Um, and they're supposed uh, they're dual driver and they're supposed to sound great. So I will put them to the test Sweet. and hopefully Amber likes them. And yeah, we'll good. Be on, on with that. Uh, the other thing that we were trying to do is set up our Ableton rig, uh, which the show itself is, is already done 90 minutes front to back. Um, we were, the main thing that we were trying to do is work, uh, work transitions because we're trying to do things where one song kind of pours into the next song mm-hmm. and, you know, <laughs> going into a song, be like, all right, we're going to end this one on the four. And then some of us are like, cool, which one is that? And having to <laughs> figure out uh, what chords or what and uh, how we, how we kind of like get our way out of one uh, pickle and into the next one. Uh, so it was a lot of stopping and starting. It was very much a, uh, a work in progress and it felt it it felt super rusty uh which is you know this band has been one that was always we prided ourselves on the fact that like we could just go in and we could just do it we didn't really need to we didn't need to rehearse we didn't need to practice too much you know we could show up we could be prepared and that would be that yeah. uh this had absolutely nothing to do with the material it was all uh just technical stuff yeah. and it took us like way too long to get ready and was you know a little frustrating but getting everybody in the room and making noise and like, you know, all of the things that we do in rehearsals that drive people who don't rehearse crazy, like dicking around with riffs in between songs and that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, man, I, I really miss that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we did figure something really cool out though. We figured out how to uh, get the Ableton rig plugged in via USB and uh, into the X32 via the uh, expansion card. Cool. So instead of having a click and a track coming out of a you know a cable, we now have 16 tracks all digitally via USB, uh, which freed up all of these ports on the front of the mixer, which means more fun things for us to add uh, into the rig. So all exciting things, but just didn't feel as productive as I wish it did. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, that's one thing that's always felt weird to me about using a laptop in production is coming out of a headphone jack into the mixer. It just feels weird. We're using a very high p- high tech piece of gear uh, and, and exporting it in the like most primitive fashion. Yeah. If I could set up some tin cans and string between the computer and the mixer, that'd be about as good, right? It. Pretty much. I, I love that you've gone to, to a digital interface there it's great well we've done it we've done it so many different ways like this one doesn't feel particularly different um they do actually sell usb di's Hmm. where it goes it's literally like radial makes it and it's a it goes usb out of the computer usb device into the box and then stereo out Hmm. so it does the conversion it's basically an interface yeah um but it's designed specifically to send tracks out so okay but yeah, we're learning new things, and hopefully it uh, it is a value add to the show. Hopefully nothing goes wrong. Uh, but we'll, you know, <laughs> I'm still very prepared to put it into an iPad and run it out of the headphone jack. Yeah. Uh, if something were to go awry. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So you think you're, you said two or three rehearsals away from stage ready. Yeah. You know, there was there was a part of me who was just like, we'll get in the room. 
it'll all come flooding back and we'll be good to go. We won't have to worry about it. Every single person in the room was like, so are we meeting next week? And I was like, yeah, apparently we are. Uh, So yeah, I think we're going to do at minimum two more. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's, it's necessary and it will, I think it will pay off in in dividends uh, with this new kind of stage deal. I really like having a music director who can uh, direct the music. Mm. That's been, uh, that's been nice. It's good. So, you know, it's, it's all positive things. Things are moving and, uh, we've had a bunch of new business kind of, uh, peek their heads out. And so things are, things are looking up. Excellent. Just very exciting. And and you clear the work to do. Yes, indeed. Very good. So between this stuff and all the other stuff, there's, yeah, there's a lot to be done. Yeah. But it, it, it feels like fun work right now. Cool. So, what you got? What you want to talk about? You want to talk about? Well, want to talk about, here's what uh, I want to talk about. Here's what I want to talk about. So, um, it's been um, uh, I've been aware lately that Facebook is a very disappointing place to try to reach people. Yes. You know, if you have a Facebook page, you'd like to think that all the people who like or follow your page will see your posts, but they won't. They won't. They this won't. Tiny fraction will. And and Facebook make make sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's deliberate. And even if you pay money, they still won't. Some like more will, but not. It's not guaranteed that it'll go out to everybody. Yeah. And um, you know, I think uh, I'm not like an expert across all platforms, but I think that's generally the way social media is. It's sort of cast out some content and kind of pray that it lands on all the places it might land. Um. So, a solution to that that I have long thought probably was the wise thing is to build an email list. And there are lots of ways to do that. I happen to use MailChimp, but there are others. Um, I also use MailChimp. Yeah, because deliverability of email is um, A, trackable. You can actually see how 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 frequently the emails are being opened and yep. clicked on and things like that. And B, sort of you, it feels like way more frequently read as long as your content is well-written and has a good subject line. And, you know, there – it feels to me like I have my hands on the levers of that much more plainly than I do in things like Facebook or God help us TikTok. Um, <laughs> you know, I, there are things I can do that I have seen over time actually influence the open rate and things like that. Yeah. Um, so you have a mailing list for the band or for your own self or? Um, we have a mailing list for the band. We have a mailing list for the podcast. Uh-huh. Actually, we do. Um, and I, I need to, it reminds me, I have, I've been slacking the past couple of weeks, uh, may need to put one together, uh, tomorrow to send out. Um, but we don't utilize it probably as good as we should. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, to be fair up to this point, we haven't really had anything to promote. Uh, so it may be something to kind of shift focus towards as things start to open up for sure. But as of right now, we don't have any public stuff where, uh, attendance or, sales or whatever are kind of uh pertinent but you know it might still be worth sending uh just a hey we're still here yeah yeah you know this is what we got going on yeah yeah well so i've had i've had a a mailing list for dan ray music for quite some time and um even prior to covid and i was had had it and i was sending messages once a month on it which is with my events um but sort of i hadn't really doubled down on I'm going to build it. Like the decision to grow that list was not something, I, I don't know. I, 
it was sort of there and I knew some people who were on it and it was, it was in the double digits of subscribers, you know, not nothing massive. Um, this last two weeks, I have been promoting it hard from the front of the room. Um, just one time I have one thing that I do and I'll, I'll walk you through what it is in a minute. Um, that has resulted in about a 25% increase in subscriptions onto my list. Now that's, you know, an increase from small to slightly less small. So, you know, whatever your mileage may vary, but, um, reliably every show I'm adding somewhere from, you know, five to 10 new subscribers. Um, and in fact, we just cracked a hundred as of yesterday. Shoot. That's Um, great. You know, up from. 50 ish, but just, just pre COVID. Um, so here's what I've done. I just wanted to share this cause it's, cause it's, it's easy. And I think, um, worth doing. I, uh, MailChimp will let you make a funnel page that is yep. just a single page that has content you can edit and have kind of an editor dealie for it. And just one form field that they can enter to put themselves on the mailing list. And then you control the content that goes after it, the welcome message that goes after it. Yes. So I, made one of those and mm-hmm. um and, and then I went looking for a domain name for it and I discovered the domain name giftfromdan.com ooh was available and so I bought it for $12 a year I bought it so giftfromdan.com and love it and then the email that goes out says thank you for signing you know everything here's your gift it's a download of a song that I recorded on this date it's um fake plastic trees radiohead um mm-hmm. which is one of my favorites I do it almost every show uh and so the, the last several shows, you know, at, at some point I'm doing sort of a promo break, you know, here's where you can see me back here and here's the events I have coming up. And also listen, now's the time. It's a crucial moment in the show where you pull out your phone. All right. So please go ahead and pull out your phone. Take a look at it. Pull your phone out. of you know, Yes, really take your phone out of your pocket. All right. Open up a web browser. Great. And go to giftfromdan.com. And by then, four or five people are like doing it and then showing me my face on their phone to just, you know, like <laughs> here, here you are. And, the, yeah. you know, it's a picture of me playing and the headline says, welcome friend of Dan. And they're like, ah, you know, so it, quite often I have like a moment of interaction with them as they're dealing with the page. Yes. Um, but then their sign up happens on the spot and it's, it's, um, it's really been great because my, my um, solo work now is really, kind of varied, you know, I've, I've got the karaoke thing yeah. going on. I got solo, solo shows happening. I got duo stuff happening before long. I'll have band stuff happening. And, um, so this, the, the point of this mailing list, it'll be about all of the various ways you can catch me. I imagine that once those other modes are stood up, we'll start promoting those in a similar way and have content that's just about them. Um, yeah. but I just wanted to say that, you know, for, for everybody, because, um, I see a lot of people kind of hail marrying a Facebook event out there and calling it good. Um, it's really not going to, it's not a growth strategy. We spend all this time talking about marketing and trends and things that work and things that don't work. And there's some people who are like, email is dead. And there's people like, email is not dead. Yeah. And then, you know, there, there doesn't seem to be any sort of through line that's like, if you do X, Y, and Z, this will all work out for you. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that collecting that kind of information of people who are interested in the thing that you do is not insanely valuable regardless of what it is or how you get it. That's right. You know, um, when I set up the, the QR landing page for my solo things, uh, I opted to do the Google voice text request thing. Right. And so I now have a, a 
bank of phone numbers. Hmm. And I could theoretically use that for a number of things. I haven't quite figured out what that is yet. Um, but I got them. Yeah. Did, did they opt you know, in it, to receive text from you? Well, no. Well, that is one thing that you need to, yeah. you do need to manage that you have permission to contact them. What I would probably do is at least in this particular case, I would probably send like just a, a copy pasted. Hey, would you be interested in doing this text? Yes or no. And then I could then winnow that down right. to something yeah. Yeah. in a list. So, and I'm sure there's a way of doing like an automated response using a script of some kind. I, I'm sure I could probably figure that out. Yeah. I actually I think I looked into it and then I stopped at some point. Let's see. I'm looking right now for the thing that I, um, I think I used a thing called textify. Mm -hmm. That may not be right. That um, does that. It, it um, if for a while it was set up that if you texted my keyword to a certain number, you could you could interact yeah. with a bot over over text message and get yourself onto the mailing list that way. And it also yeah um, opted them in for SMS messaging, and then you could you could blast messages out to people who would subscribe that way. Yeah. So um, I'm googling here. It's not Textify. It's something else. But um, yeah. Um, anyway, it was a pretty good service. It, it um, the short codes, the five digit codes, are going away. Um, yeah. and so the free service that had those was about to go away. And so then I was imagining like making an announcement text Dan to eight, four, three, two, five, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's going to yeah. be crazy. Right. When it was said to leave it be text, to, you know, text to three, three, seven, seven, seven. That was easy. Yeah. Um, but when that, when the short code goes away, that's a harder, harder thing to ask from the stage. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think I think alternate modes of reaching your fan base are really important. Um, and I, it's, <laughs> I say alternate, you know, it's the old way we used to do it. You know, back in the day, yeah. people had a paper mailing list. You'd sign up and write your mail address on a piece of paper with at like the a, merch table. Yeah, with a with a pen, with like a pen, a pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody would write a thing and print it and put it in envelopes and lick them shut with their own tongue. You know, that was how it was used to, used to be done. Ah, oh, the good old days. Yeah, yeah. Emails uh, much easier when you when you think about it in those terms. It's definitely worth looking into, and you know, as you continue to diversify, you then give yourself more opportunities to try new things yep. and offer new stuff. I mean, really, the whole idea of having emails or whatever is 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 to sell your stuff to those people. Yep. Because they've already shown you, hey, I'm interested in what you're doing. Right. Uh, and they're the ones who are more likely to, you know, shell out currency in order to, uh, you know, engage with you. So. Yep. For sure. So do it. Do it. Yeah. And and find creative ways of doing it. Yeah. Don't do, uh, don't necessarily use the pen and paper deal. Unless you're trying to be quaint. You know, like. Sign this like we used to do back in 2002. Yeah. And maybe they'll go, oh, I remember that. And then they would do it. Otherwise, don't. Don't. Find, find better ways. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the gift thing is a good idea. Um, I know that um, MailChimp allows you to do that. Uh, you can embed pop-ups on your website. Mm -hmm. Like in our, in our situation on both the agency site and the members only site, uh, it pops up and says, uh, sign up for this and we'll give you a something uh, for the agency, it's a PDF that I created 
that's basically like things to consider when planning an event. And so that's the, nice. you know, that's the, the, the prize. Um, I think for members only it's, uh, here are the top 20 songs that you absolutely should, you know, play at your next party, mm. you, you know, that kind of thing. Or like you, you know, you have, you have like an MP3 of, yep. a, of a, a song that you've done. Um, but just, they don't have to be huge productions. Um, any sort of thing that's like something, here's something that will add value to your potential customer and or client right. um, and just offer it. And, you know, you'll typically get uh, a fair amount of bites yeah. if, uh, if it's relevant stuff, if it adds value. Yeah. And then incidentally looking at the, the, um, that welcome email, um, the honest truth is very few of them actually cl click through to download or listen live, you know, stream that song. Yeah. Very few. Um, that's all right. It's, it's the, it's the offer. It's the offer of something reciprocal. That's the part of it, right? Yep. Cool beans. Got anything else? I don't, I don't. Yeah. I feel like I should uh, drag my carcass to bed. <laughs> uh, I do have a, um, I've got a worship set that popped into my lap, uh, this week that nice. I'm still working through. Uh, I am, I think I'm going to do a video about prepping for that because, uh, I talk about it in the podcast a little bit, but I've never shown like, there's a whole kind of like process and a system that you kind of have to navigate in order to, uh, familiarize yourself with those kinds of things. So yeah, I'm, I'm not that in that world at all. Worth. I'd be really interested. Yeah. So I'm going to do, I've got, I've, I've literally already shot a lot of the preliminary stuff. Um, I've got a vertical version and a, and a widescreen version sure. and, uh, the, the one that goes out to uh, the YouTube channel will have like more information and probably footage of the actual like setup and the gig itself. Cool. Uh, just so it kind of shows you from like start to finish yeah. how the whole thing goes. Yeah. Sounds like fun. So, yeah. That is in the pipeline. Um, we're going to do the video uh, about the conversation we had uh, from our buddy, uh, our buddies from level up asking about rehearsals. We're going to do uh, that video will drop on YouTube tomorrow. Sweet. Uh, and yeah, we got a whole bunch of other things going on, uh, but you know, you need to get some like chicken soup in you and like <laughs> get some sleep. I'm gonna. Cool. Uh, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, you know how to do all the things and we're going to let our buddy Adam take it out for us. Yep. So uh, have an awesome week. Hope your shows go well. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of July 9th, 2021. Have a great week. Hi, this is Adam from the Buzzworthies in Chicago. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you want to support the podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you have the means, please leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. You can follow the podcast on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash coverbandconfidential on Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, or on Twitter at CoverBandConfid. You can also follow the hosts on Instagram, at AdamPatrickJohnson and at DanRayMusician. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com or leave a text or voicemail at 404-491-0910. Consider supporting the group on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out the podcast on the web at www.coverbandconfidential.com. You can also check out the Buzzworthies on the internet 
at www.thebuzzworthies.com. Have a great day.